how long before your ex misses you? I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in the next few minutes. And I know it's an important question because so many people ask on a coaching call with me or a coach on my staff, when will my ex come back? How long will this take? And I have important information about that that I'm going to share with you now. How long before your ex misses you? I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that in the next few minutes. The first thing that can determine how long this will take is the quality of the relationship. And I have some different things to say on this than you are probably thinking. First is, if you are the one who has been dumped, because you feel loss, you feel the loss of things that are positive for you, that are good for you. And so your view of the relationship is going to be different than their view, at least at the moment. It takes a while for them to view the relationship beyond what happened prior to the breakup, because oftentimes that's when they noticed their feelings fading the most, or when there was an event like an argument or cheating or dishonesty or rejection that made them say, this is not for me. But with time, as the smoke clears on that, they can look back at the relationship more for what it was as a whole. And that's where if the relationship was good and it had good memories, strong moments, strong feelings that they can remember, then that's when they can begin to realize that this breakup could have been more reactionary. And some people who are mature enough and have the capacity for that kind of thought can actually make a lot of progress in terms of doubting their decision to break up with you. And so that's where if the relationship was good at one point and overall you would say that it was good, then that gives you the best chance that they can come to this realization as well once the smoke clears and once they go through the stages that an ex goes through typically after a breakup. And I'll get into more of that a little bit later. Number two is, was the relationship more positive or negative for them? And that's where they could like a lot about the relationship, but if it was stressful, if they felt like you were selfish, if there was a lot of rejection, if they felt like it only flowed one way, they complimented you a lot, you rarely complimented them, or maybe you saw yourself as the prize and that they weren't. A lot of times when people realize that that's what's going on, it can lead to a breakup. And so if they have to look back at those things, you could be up against a situation where they think they have more positives out of the relationship than inside of the relationship. Even if the relationship was pretty good overall, they can decide one outweighs the other. And hopefully that's where the positives can outweigh the negatives. But in certain situations, if they view the relationship as more of a negative than a positive, then it can take a long time or they could not come back. But don't worry, I'm going to give you information and tips to help you get your ex back. I'm just telling you that it doesn't always happen. Number three is if you're using the no contact rule, if you're still trying to contact them, then what can happen is that they don't feel like that you are letting them have the breakup and so they're not getting what they want. And it's kind of like a caged bird. They want freedom. They want to know what this breakup holds for them and they think it's going to be a good thing. So if you won't let them go because you keep interacting with them, you won't respect your decision, it can make them want the breakup more, even though they don't truly know how they feel about it because they haven't experienced it yet. And that's why it's so important to use the no contact rule to give them the breakup as soon as you can and to let time work on them. So are you using the no contact rule? Giving them the breakup is not manipulation. It's not a game. It's something that someone does who handles the situation with dignity and self-respect. When someone says that they don't want you in their life anymore, it's not classy. It's not graceful. It's not mature to try to force your way in when you're not wanted. 
the mature way to handle a breakup is when you are not wanted and when you are asked to leave, that you leave. You give them the breakup and you don't try to force your way back into their life by not giving them a choice or disrespecting their decision. And so people will still accuse me sometimes of suggesting that people play games, but there's nothing about that that is a game. If anything, the idea of, of thinking that you could go bombard them with magic words or that you could try to make them listen or that you could show up and cry and try to get them to agree to get back together with you just because you're emotional, that's where we're talking about manipulation and games. And that's what I'm trying to spare you from because it's not attractive and it will push them away even further. And I have seen it thousands of times. So I'm not guessing at this or just giving you theory. I'm giving you observations. And those are really powerful things because they're outside of the world of just imagination. These are things that I have witnessed. I have been with people, coaching them, guiding them, watching these things. And there's been plenty of times when they come to me and they tell me what they have done. And so one of the most important things that you can do is to give them the breakup, not contact them. Let them have this and see if they actually want it. You've probably heard me say that before, so it's probably not anything that's new, but it is worth repeating. And that's why I repeated it. Before I get to number four, take a minute and get some more information on my emergency breakup kit. You can get that at myexbackcoach.com. I will link to it in the description below. It's a powerful guide to help you get your ex back. And you can get it at the link in the description below or by going to myexbackcoach.com. Number four is who is influencing them? And I've talked about this in other videos, but it's very important. Do they have family members or friends who either don't like you or who have motive to make them single? A lot of times you've probably even heard me say it, but single girls make girls single or single guys make guys single because single people oftentimes are wishing they were in a relationship, but they're not. And so they are lonely by not having a relationship and seeing other people in one, or maybe they want to go out and they feel like that they would be able to do that more with this person, maybe go to clubs or parties or whatever, if this person were single and didn't have to consider another person. And so if they have somebody like that in their ear telling them, oh, you just need to break up with them or you just need to break up with her, then that's obviously not a good thing. The best route is still to absolutely stay away from them because what happens is if you keep pestering them, if you keep trying to talk to them, if you're emotional, if you show up, write letters, those kinds of things. Sometimes it looks like you are fulfilling what this person is telling them, like that you only want your way, you don't respect that person, you won't listen, things like that. And so when it happens, they'll say, oh, well, they were right. And so if you stay away from them, you do less damage and you allow at least some doubt about what this person is saying about you to be in their mind. And that's when if they reflect back on the relationship and they can see that there was a lot of good, then they can doubt their decision and they can doubt this other person too. So don't play into the hands of people who influence them. Number five is a difficult situation to be in, but basically it's the answer to the question, is there someone else? Because if they have left you for someone, maybe there was someone that they were wanting to be with or were with while you two were together, or it's a rebound, and now they have this other person, then their focus is on that person. And a lot of times they are in the stages of a new relationship, which can include limerence. And it's very difficult for you to have an impact, even no contact during that time. Now, the good news is it's still the best thing that you can do, and hopefully it will just delay it. But just keep in mind, you will need to be patient. This is a marathon and not a sprint. And so you can't 
think that basically they're on the same timeline as someone who doesn't have another person in their life. And so I talk about the stages that an ex goes through. And I have a video on that called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact. And the first stage is relief. The second stage is curiosity. But that will be delayed in some ways if there's another person because relief comes after they have gotten that awkward moment over with when they've done the deed, they've said it to you that they want to break up. And they get relief after that just because they've gotten it over with. It's not that they're relieved because they wanted to hurt you. They're relieved because they feel like they've gotten it over with and it will be easier going forward. If there's another person in the picture, that relief is something different because they are escaping to something that they think they want instead of escaping to sort of an open horizon and possibilities. When it's a specific person, it's beyond just possibilities. And so their focus goes to this person. When they are in that focus stage on this new person, it can delay the other stages. And I talk about that in a video that I have called Stages Your Ex Goes Through During No Contact. But basically, if you allow them to experience no contact and to actually get the breakup, then what can happen is if this new relationship doesn't have the intimacy that yours did, and if it was a long relationship, it's going to take a while and they can start to feel some confusing things. I won't get too much into the details in this video because I do discuss it in other videos, but time can be on your side. If you're staying away from them and just letting them have the breakup, you're not trying to interfere and you're gracefully bowing out. That's very key. And it's a lot more important than a lot of people think. But whether or not there's someone else will determine and have an impact on how long this could take and when they might start to miss you. Number six, do they assign blame? And this goes back to something I've talked about before, which is, was this a reactionary breakup or an issue-based breakup? So did something happen where they think you were to blame? And if you haven't apologized and you realize you were, then you should reach out. You should apologize. But it shouldn't just be for something too small or else it will look weak. It will look like you're trying to manipulate them. It will look like you're trying to just find an excuse to contact them if they don't think what you're talking about warrants an apology. For example, sometimes people will reach out and apologize for apologizing. And I will tell people not to do that. And you would be surprised how many times they do it anyway. And it's because deep down, I think most people think that if they could contact their ex, that that would cause something positive, that it could help bring their ex back. They don't really buy into no contact and they're trying to find justification so that they can break it. And they want me to agree with it. But don't apologize to your ex for apologizing and don't apologize for things that are very small. Maybe you handled the breakup poorly. Maybe you showed neediness. That's usually not something to apologize for unless it lasted for a very long time. Sometimes the best apology is just to close your mouth and back away and not interact with them. But if it's significant, like it's cheating, or it was yelling or anger or rejection, or you broke their trust in another way, then yes, you should apologize. That way, they can at least know that you realize you're wrong in the situation. And so they don't feel like that they could go back to the relationship. And then you could think that you did nothing wrong and it can happen again. And they could think it's not fair because no one wants to be in a relationship where they think they are treated unfairly or that the other person thinks that they are better or more attractive or whatever. Everyone wants to be in a relationship where it feels like it's equal. We both complement each other as much as the other. We are both attracted to each other the same. 
that kind of thing. We want to know the other person is as interested and motivated as we are. It's really that simple. And so if they don't feel like you are ever going to admit fault, then they're not going to feel that way. And they're going to feel like you are immature and that there's not much for them in the relationship. So yes, if it's considerable, apologize for it. If you think your ex blames you for the breakup, that you did something that made them break up with you. Otherwise, just stay in no contact. But if they do feel like there's an issue, even after you apologize, it may take some time, either because they want to punish you and they want you to feel that time, or because they are unsure if things will change or if they can forgive you. That's kind of just how it is, but these things can change the time frame in terms of how long it will take for your ex to miss you. Before I get to number seven, Subscribe to my channel so you can be notified when I have more videos like this, and that includes videos on dating relationships, breakups, marriage, and mindfulness. Number seven is when your ex feels the loss. When and if they can feel the loss actually determines a great deal of this. And there's a reason that I say if they can feel the loss, because if some of these other things that I've talked about, for example, maybe they don't think that the relationship was overall positive for them, then they don't feel like they're losing anything. If it was a negative, then they feel like they got rid of it and that now they have a positive. And so it's very important that you give them the breakup because you could actually become someone they see as negative or a force in their life they see as negative just by your reaction to the breakup. And it's not too late to do the right thing usually if you're watching these videos, usually it means that you haven't been going on with it too long. Sometimes people have, but hopefully not. The key here is don't make them miserable by your own actions. Let the breakup make them miserable. So you have to decide, are you going to make them more miserable by you contacting them and not giving them the breakup and basically pestering them, which is what happens because it's awkward, it's frustrating, and they're confused and they have told you what they wanted and they ask that you respect that. If you don't, you actually make yourself more of a negative than the breakup because they're actually not even getting to experience the breakup. But if you back away, you give them the breakup, then at least you are not going to be a negative, stressful, awkward source in their life. But the breakup just might become that if they're able to think back, see some good times, and begin to fear that you could get away. Then that becomes the negative energy in their life. That becomes their concern. And that's one of the stages that they can get into is concern. But they can't be concerned that they're going to lose you if you won't go away. And so it's very important that you back away give them your silence, which is very mysterious and makes them assume the worst that maybe you are beginning to get away. Maybe you're finding someone else, you're moving on. And that's when they have to really decide, do I want this breakup? Because when they break up with you, a lot of times they assume that because they were the ones who wanted the breakup and you were the one who wanted the relationship, that it will kind of always be that way. And if they did change their mind, they could get you back. But when you are quiet, when you don't chase after them and don't pester them about it, they can actually start to assume that you are moving on with your life and that you could get to a point where they could not get you back. And that's the place where you want to be because then they have to put value on you and the relationship and see it as something they could lose and not just something that by their own control they got rid of. Be sure to get more information on my emergency breakup kit at myexbackcoach.com. And thank you for subscribing. This has been Coach Lee. And as always, thank you for watching.